ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟು ಫೈವ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಒನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಕಚೇತಪಸೀಣ ಮನೀಷಯ ನಯೋಗವೀರ್ಯೇಣ ಮನೀಷಯ ವಾಥ ಪರತಃ ಸ್ವತಃ ವಾ ನೈವಾರ್ಥಧರ್ಮೈ ಪರತಃ ಸ್ವತೋ ವಾಹಂತನುಭೃತ್ ವಿಭೂಯಾಹಂತನುಭೃತ್ಭೂಯ ತನುಭೃತ್ಭೂಯಾಪಸೀರ್ಯೇಣ ಮನೀಷಯ ನೈವಾರ್ಥಧರ್ಮೈ ಪರತಃ ಸ್ವತೋ ತನುಭೃತ್ಭೂಯಾಚಿತ್ತಪಸೀರ್ಯೇಣ ಮನೀಷಯ ನೈವಾರ್ಥಧರ್ಮೈ ಪರತಃ ಸ್ವತೋ ವಾ ತನುಭೃತ್ಭೂಯಾಚಿತ್ತಪಸೀರ್ಯೇಣ ಮನೀಷಯ ನೈವಾರ್ಥಧರ್ಮೈ ಪರತಃ ಸ್ವತೋ ವಾ ತನುಭೃತ್ಭೂಯಾಪಸೀರಿಟಿ ವಿಧ್ಯ ಬೈ ಎಜುಕೇಶನ್ ವಾರ್ ಬೈ ಪವರ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಿಸ್ಟಿಕ್ ಯೋಗ ವೀರ್ಯೇಣ ಬೈ ಪರ್ಸನಲ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಂತ್ 
मनीषया बाय इंटेलिजेंस और नेवर एवा सर्टनली अर्था बाय मेटीरियल ऑप्यूलेंस धर्मी बाय द पावर ऑफ रिलीजन परथा बाय एनी एक्सटर्नल पावर स्वतः बाय पर्सनल एंडवर और कृतम दर्डर विहंतुम टू अवॉइड ए लिविंग एंटिटी हु हैज एक्सेप्टेड ए मेटीरियल बॉडी विभूयाबल ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट by his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shrila prabhupada one cannot avoid the order of the supreme personality of godhead not by the strength of severe austerities an exalted vedic education or the power of mystic yoga physical prowess or intellectual activities nor can one use his power of religion his material opulence or any other means either by himself or with the help of others to defy the orders of the supreme lord that is not possible for any living being from brahma down to the ant purport by shila prabhupa In the Garga Upanishad, Garga Muni says to his wife, "Etasya va aksharasya prashasane gargi surya chandra masau vidruthau tishthatha." My dear Gargi, everything is under the control of the supreme personality of Godhead. Even the sun, the moon, and other controllers and demigods. like lord brahma and king indra are all under his control an ordinary human being or animal who has accepted a material body cannot go beyond the jurisdiction of the supreme personality of godhead's control a material body includes senses however the essence activities of so called scientists who try to be free from god's law or the laws of nature are useless this is also confirmed in bhagavad gita mama maya duratyaya it is impossible to surpass the control of material nature for the supreme personality of godhead is working behind it Sometimes we are proud of our austerities, penances, and mystic yoga, yogic powers, but it is clearly stated herein that one cannot surpass the laws and directions of the supreme personality of Godhead, either by dint of mystic power, a scientific education, or austerities and penances. It is impossible. The word manishaya. by intelligence is of special significance priyavrata might argue that 
Lord Brahma was requesting him to accept family life and the responsibility for ruling a kingdom. Although Narada Muni had advised him not to enter household life and be entangled in material affairs, whom to accept would be a puzzle for Priyavrata because both Lord Brahma and Narada Muni are authorities. Under the circumstances, the use of the word Manishaya is very appropriate. For it indicates that since both Narada Muni and Lord Brahma are authorized to give instruction, Priyavrata should neglect neither of them, but should use his intelligence to follow the advice of both. To solve such dilemmas, Srila Rupa Goswami has given a very clear conception of intelligence. He says, Anasaktasya vishayan yatarham upayunjataha nirbandaha krishna sambandhe yuktam vairagya muchyate Vishayan, material affairs, should be accepted without attachment and everything should be doubtailed with the service of the Lord. That is real intelligence, Manisha. Becoming a family man or king in the material world is not harmful if one accepts everything for Krishna's service. That necessitates clear intelligence. Mayavadi philosophers say, Brahma Satyam, Jagan Mithya. This material world is false and only the absolute truth is real. However, an intelligent devotee in the line of Lord Brahma and the great sage Narada, or in other words, in the Brahma Sampradaya, does not consider this world false. That which is created by the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot be false, but using it for, our, for enjoyment is. Everything is meant to be enjoyed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, Bhoktaram Yagnatapasam Sarvaloka Maheshwaram The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the supreme proprietor and enjoyer and therefore everything should be doubtailed for his enjoyment and service. Regardless of one's circumstances, favorable or unfavorable, one should use everything to serve the Supreme Lord. That is the perfect way to use one's intelligence. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport. So we are reading in this chapter how Lord Brahma has come with his very grand entourage to meet Priyavratha, Swayambhuva Manu and Narada and Lord Brahma has come to convince him to return from the Gandhamadana hills to the kingdom and to become a king there 
And in the last verse, Lord Brahma mentioned, please consider Vahama Sarve Vivasha Yasya Dishtam. The Lord's order we all carry, carry out helplessly. We, have, we cannot deviate. And in today's verse, continuing the same spirit, Lord Brahma is saying, Natasya kaschit tapasa vidyaya yoga viryena manishaya naivartha artha dharmaihi parataha svataha krutham vihantum. So he is saying here that no one can uh, deny, defy the orders of the Lord at any time. By severe austerities, natasya kaschit, by austerities, one can become very powerful and de defy the orders of the Lord? No, not possible. Vidyaya? No. By yoga, by mystic powers, viryena, by personal strength, by intelligence, artha, by material opulence, dharmaihi, by the power of religion, parataha, by external power, svataha, by one's own effort, in any of these ways, one can never kratam vihantum tanubrut vibhuyat. Why can one defy the order of the Lord? So, <clears throat> And Prabhupada has written in the purport some interesting points. However, the sense activities of so-called scientists who try to be free from God's law or the laws of nature are useless. So tapasa vidyaya yoga viryena manishaya artha dharmaihi parataha in other words, the history of humanity display different times, different people to defy the orders of the Lord in, by different ways. Just like in today's world, we have scientists who want to defy God's order by their intelligence, by their learning, by the power of technology, by hard work. They also undergo a lot of tapasya, austerities. They work very hard. By all of that, they want to attempt. Just like scientists are, they say that we are doing research now, how we can reverse old age. So, after some time, we will stop becoming older, we will stop, start becoming younger, year after year. We will find a way how to do that. Scientists are saying. Another thing, it came in the newspaper some months ago, one other scientist made a declaration. In about 30 years, 
we would have conquered death. Everyone will become immortal. <clears throat> so we don't have to die. Of course, people will be worried. So everyone becomes immortal. Nobody is dying. What will happen? <clears throat> so anyway, the point is that uh, they are promising this. And it has been happening for a long time. And one of the arguments that Prabhupada gave was, don't believe a post-dated check. Like say for instance, our fundraising devotees, they bring a check at the end of the day. Prabhu, I got 100 crore check. Oh, big donation. But it is 300 years from now is the date. Can I announce tomorrow <laughs> in the morning? No, no, we won't agree. <clears throat> so Prabhupada also in one conversation he says, scientists give a check, 300 years from now we will do it. <laughs> but don't believe a posterior check. <clears throat> so uh, there are instances like this we see even today. People think that by scientific advancement we can disrupt the order of the Lord in this world. We can conquer death, we can conquer old age, we can conquer diseases and so on. <clears throat> so we see such an attempt, a conditioned soul trying to make that attempt. And in the past ancient history that we read from the Vedic literatures, we hear about uh, persons like Ravana, Hiranyakashipu, by mystic power, yoga, viryena, uh, tapasa, by such austerities, they also wanted to defy the order of the Lord. But kritam vihantum tanubrut vibhuyat. There no one has succeeded in these things. So that's the first part of the paragraph, first paragraph of the purport that Prabhupada is talking about, that how there may be many attempts by conditioned souls through different methods to defy the order, but no one will be successful. Now, this brings us to one important question. Is there God's order in this world that we must all submit to or we can do whatever we want in this world. This is a very fundamental philosophical question. We are in control to whatever extent in this world and we go about organizing the world the way we want. Just like it was there in the newspapers that uh, how in Australia there is something known as kangaroos culling because a lot of kangaroos are there in Australia. Kangaroo is the national animal for them. But they say that, that the population is increasing and they have a program to kill one million kangaroos every year. Just see. So they come and they, they, are big, they have become a disturbance. They share the food that we have to eat. They share the uh, water we have to drink. And uh, you know, we just shoot them. 
just get rid of them. One million. So, can we do things like this? We can do what we want. Or, is there an order that I must submit to? Is there, a, is there God's order that I must submit to? Or I am independent. We as human beings, we are independent. We have come here. Somehow we are born. We don't know. We have not figured that out. Maybe after 300 years we will figure that out. And somehow we go away from here. Anyway, another 300 years we will figure that out also. <laughs> like this. But when we are here, we are free to do what we want. Actually, you see how our coming, where we come from, what is the basis? Someone is born in a rich family, someone is born in a poor family, somebody is born talented, somebody is born dumb. All these different varieties. How this happens? We have no idea. The beginning is a black box. The end, how our life ends, what happens to the person is a black box from a science point of view. We, have not, we do not have a convincing, intellectually convincing, reasonable answer. You can't say, in future we will figure that out. But I am going to die now. What is the answer? How do I know? How do I know? So, there is no clear understanding. But they say that now, while we live, we will freely, independently, we will figure out there is no God, there is no consideration of God's order. This is a very, very intellectually unsatisfying answer. The proposition that holds, the materialists hold in today's world. <clears throat> so, from the Vedic literatures we understand that no, there is God's order. And it has always been the attempt of the conditioned souls to defy them. And Sharanagati means to accept the Lord's order. And that is actually good for us. So, if you remember that there are six guidelines of surrender that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explains. Sarvadharman Parityajya Magnekam Sharanam Raja Sharanam Sharanagati one of the six guidelines is Atma Nikshepaha. It's a very, very beautiful definition of Atma Nikshepaha, self-surrender. So, this is a very beautiful statement of Srila Prabhupada. What is Atma Nikshepaha, self-surrender? Self-surrender means remembering that one's activities and desires are not independent. The devotee is completely dependent on Krishna and he acts and thinks as Krishna desires. Let's read this little carefully. We all have desires. Oh, I want to become this, I want to become that, I want to become a rich man, I want to become powerful, I want to become famous, I want to be respected by everyone. Different kinds of desires. People have. People wake up in the morning at the alarm and then they get ready and they go to their office, they go to school, they go to college in pursuit of their desires. 
right how did they make up those desires mostly the family as when we are small young our parents tell do this you should become like that you should become you should become that or as we grow up, grow up we associate in the material world some friends newspaper television this that and different ways we get some inputs and we form we formulate this i will do in my life so are we free and independent to come up with these desires and based on the desires we plan out our activities so these are the two things that we do desires and based on the desires activity atmanikshepa means self surrender means remembering that one's activities and desires are not independent we are not independent to formulate our own desires and our own set of activities just like when you start driving in the on the road you are not independent you have to follow the laws the traffic rules if it, there is a red light you have to stop if it says turn left you have to turn left you are not independent and we accept that and we drive but when it comes to our life we think is there any laws is there are there any rules that we have to live by no i will formulate the rules and desires and my activities all by myself there is no in the traffic system we understand that there is a there are laws there are rules there is order we have to comply with that but when it comes to life itself we don't think is there a in this system is there a law is there an order we rarely think like that so self surrender means remembering that one's activities and desires are not independent the devotee is completely dependent on krishna what does that mean he is completely dependent on krishna and he acts and thinks as krishna desires so as devotees as sharanagati the principle of sharanagati is to understand trying to understand what is krishna's desire you see we all formulate our own desires but as devotees sharanagati principle means we should try to understand become sensitive become conscious to recognize krishna has a certain desire and uh, a devotee acts and thinks he won't think or he won't act independently but he acts and thinks as krishna desires this is exactly what happened to arjuna also in the bhagavad gita when arjuna in the beginning didn't want to fight but then after he heard from krishna what did he hear from krishna he krishna explained who he is that how the world is it is his the world has come from him the creation has come from him who the lord is 
and who the living entities are what this world is all about and krishna has an order krishna has a plan and we must surrender to that plan so that was the important teaching and arjuna agrees that yes karishye vachanam tava nashta moha smrutur labdva tvat prasadan maya chuta now all my mohan everything is gone all my doubts are gone karishye vachanam tava so that is self surrender very very beautiful explanation so we must also think that uh, can i desire in whatever way i want can i think in whichever way i want no devotee is to think that what is krishna's desire <clears throat> so the next part of the purport is another very interesting part of the purport prabhupa nicely bringing out here na priyavrata is there narada was instructing him about spiritual life be detached from this world don't ever think don't get into a household life situation don't get involved in any material affairs just be here in the forest beautiful mountains here you be absorbed in spiritual life detached then swayambhuva manu was coming and telling him something else and priyavrata was had always almost rejected it knowing this was the situation lord brahma has come and brahma is telling him no you must become a householder you must come return to the kingdom you should become a king you should rule the world you should become involved in all the activities of this ruling of this world what should priyavrata do so very nice points prabhupada is pointing out whom to accept would be a puzzle for priyavrata because both lord brahma and narada are authorities see the consideration is for priyavrata is these are people the brahma and narada they are authorities authorities meaning that they are representing krishna the supreme lord whom i am trying to worship whom i am trying to understand and realize they are representing him and so they are authorities but they are giving contradictory instruction what should i do so priyavrata is in a very it's a very puzzling situation <clears throat> whom to accept would be a puzzle for priyavrata because both lord brahma and narada are authorities under the circumstances the use of the word manishaya <clears throat> so uh, he has to priyavrata has to intelligently decide he has to intelligently manishaya is very appropriate for it indicates that since both narada muni and lord brahma are authorized to give instruction see these are all very nice uh, statements by shila prabhupada in the purport they are authorized to give instructions narada lord brahma they are realized personalities they are they know the mind of krishna and they are authorized 
to give instruction. Now, what should Priyavrata do? They are authorized to give instructions. Priyavrata should neglect neither of them, but should use his intelligence to follow the advice of both. What a situation Priyavrata is in. They both are authorities. They are authorized to give direct instructions. And they are giving him instructions. He cannot neglect either of them. This is, this is Sharanagati life. You see, Priyavrata is not thinking I can do whatever I want. This is the mood of a devotee. Sharanagati means I must know what is the order of the Lord, what is the Lord's desire and I shall follow. Now, when it comes to that, how to follow these things? Bhagavatam is giving examples of great devotees. How they did? What did they do? <clears throat> Here is the situation. Priyavrata has received contradictory instructions, directions, and he should neglect neither of them. He should follow the advice of both. How will he do? See, very perplexing situation. And here, Srila Prabhupada brings in the, the Manishaya. Manisha means clear intelligence, good intelligence. How do we get that good intelligence? How do we apply that? What is to be done under these circumstances? For that, Prabhupada is quoting Rupa Goswami's instruction. These are the instructions Rupa Goswami heard from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The instructions in the Vedic literatures are varied because it is meant for addressing different living entities in different stages of spiritual evolution, different degrees of spiritual evolution. Because of that, different, the living entities have different kinds of convictions. Just like in this world, people have different kinds of convictions. Because of their own conditioning, because of the, we understand from the Vedic literatures, the three modes of material nature actually influence our convictions. Our convictions we think like, you know, I have, it's my conviction, I have thought over. No, our convictions are influenced by the modes of nature. We are not really independent in that way. The modes of nature are convincing and forming our convictions. And that's why people are, have different, carry different kinds of convictions. And the Vedic literatures are trying to influence, trying to educate, trying to enlighten conditioned souls who are having multiple different kinds of convictions and desires and aspirations, how they can all be reformed gradually. So that's why the Vedic literatures have different kinds of instructions. How do we understand how, what instruction to apply? We need the help of the spiritual authorities who give directions and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given, has taken these different instructions and he explained to the six Goswamis and the Goswamis wrote many books actually formulating the plan of Krishna Consciousness which Srila Prabhupada implemented on world over. That's why it is said, Nana Shastra Vichara Naika Nipuno Sadharma Samsthapaka So, 
Prabhupada is giving Rupa Goswami's instruction here that is applicable to Priyavratam. So what Priyavrata does here in this chapter, in this Leela, in this part of the Srimad Bhagavatam is actually he is applying the principle that Rupa Goswami enunciated as Yukta Vairagya. Actually the Yukta Vairagya principle comes out of Priyavrata's Leela. It's, it is there. So this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did. This is what the six Goswamis did. They actually pulled out. These are the important instructions that we should accept. This will give us guidance in this world. So these are all very, very special things. So what is Rupa Goswami's instructions? Anasaktasya Vishayan. As far as Vishayan is concerned, the material world is concerned, kingship is concerned, kingdom, ruling, aristocracy, wealth, power, all those things are concerned. Anasaktasya. One should be unattached. One should be detached from all these things. Anasaktasya Vishayan. However, Yata Arham Upayunjataha. Nirbhandaha. Krishna Sambhande Yata Arham Upayunjataha. In relation to Krishna, as it is appropriate, it can be used, it can be applied. Yata Arham Upayunjataha. Nirbhandaha, always Anasaktasya, always Nirbhandaha, always unattached. Nirbhandaha. Such acceptance is called Yuktam Vairagya Mujyate. And the very next verse that Rupa Goswami talks about is the Palgu Vairagya. Prapanchikathaya buddhya harisambhandi vastunaha mumukshubhi parityago palgu kaira vairagyam palgu khatyate. If someone thinks that ruling the world, kingship, aristocracy, wealth, power, prapanchikathaya buddhya, if one thinks that these are all material, Buddhya, such an understanding, such a conception. These are all material. Prapanchi kathaya buddhya hari sambhandi vastunaha. But does not recognize hari sambhanda. Kingship, power, aristocracy, wealth also has a hari sambhanda. If they don't recognize this. Prapanchi kathaya buddhya, consider that as material. Prapanchi kathaya buddhya, hari sambhandi vastunaha. Mumukshubhi parityago. And if they, mumukshu, I am a seeker of liberation, I am a seeker of spiritual advancement. Parityago, I reject that. Vairagyam palgu kathyate. Such renunciation is considered false renunciation. So actually, these are all very important principles that uh, Rupa Goswami uh, writes, which is coming out. If Priyavrata thinks that the kingship, all these things that Lord Brahma is saying is material, and I reject that, I don't see Harisambhanda in that. There is a Lord has a plan for me to execute in this. If I don't see that one, and if I reject that one, I will become uh, it will be Palgu Vairagya. But what about Narada Muni who has been instructing me, Anasaktasya Vishayan? Yes, I must follow Narada Muni's instruction of Anasaktasya also, Vishayan, 
and at the same time yata arham upayunjataha so this is what priyavrata's leela is going to bring about how the two instructions of brahma and narada can be together followed he does not have to reject either of them he can embrace and accept both of them and that is what we are going to see in the in the future verses of this uh, chapter <clears throat> and prabhupada is pointing out that this is the recognition that the mayavadis don't understand this kind of a renunciation um, i remember i think i have told this story in 1986 or so 86 or 87 we had our temple in on bellari road i'll just take maybe one or two extra minutes uh we had our temple in bellari road one day we had one life member one donor of our temple and he was an advocate and uh, we had we were in touch with him for various things so he came and said that uh, he was a we could we knew that he was a strong uh, smartha brahmin kind of a family so he said that uh, our shankaracharya is coming and he will be passing in front of your temple can we bring him here and can we can you receive him with respect and all that so we said yes after all sanyasi of uh, you know vedic sanyasi in the vedic culture he is going to come by and he was going to pass in front of our temple we said yes yes we'll be happy to receive him and we were thinking okay we'll receive him maybe we'll give him a garland of prasadam we'll give some fruits and so we were thinking so on that particular day he came to our temple and he said that very soon i will get message and so after few it took about i think it was delayed by about 1 hour or so and then the sanyasi came and the sanyasi was coming in he was coming from shringeri or somewhere far off place he was coming in a cycle rickshaw there was one person cycling and he would sit behind and his uh, probably his bag and other things will come in an ambassador car coming behind but because he is a sanyasi he will not go in the car he will go somehow maybe they little bit they accommodated sanyasi is supposed to walk but at least they made a little improvisation <laughs> he is coming in a cycle rickshaw and there is somebody cycling that one and he is sitting and then we went and received but he said no no he is delayed so he won't come inside we said okay what to do whatever we went to him and received him and gave some prasadam and garland and fruits and he went away <clears throat> just see how things are actually in our vedic culture a sanyasi has to just walk and that's what sanyasis did including chaitanya mahaprabhu because there was nothing else at that time maybe he could have taken a bullock cart maximum that was the next faster means of travel or something like that but the system was they would walk and on the one hand chaitanya mahaprabhu is saying that this knowledge of krishna consciousness should go everywhere in the world that was actually the principle that the knowledge of krishna consciousness should go everywhere in that was the desire of the that was the prediction of the of vyasadeva that's the desire of the lord that's the desire of chaitanya mahaprabhu if this message has to go all over the world 
and the custodians of the way of this message are the great sannyasis and the fastest way that they can travel is by walk how will this knowledge reach around the world unless chaitanya mahaprabhu brought out these principles unless rupa goswami brought out these principles of vairagya that we should look for hari sambandha and yata arham upayunjataha at the same time we should be anasaktaha at that that kind of a vairagya is it is still called vairagya and it is appropriate vairagya if these concepts were not there this knowledge of krishna consciousness could not have gone around the world and that's what our acharyas from the time of bhakti vinod thakur because it was during the time of bhakti vinod thakur printing press was invented and immediately bhakti vinod thakur used the printing press to print books of krishna consciousness he taught his son bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur how to do proof reading because that was the greatest skill of the day and he said it's just like you know some big computer programming or something like that that is the the big skill of the day today at that time it was proof reading and composing and compositing and those kind of things were the cutting edge and our acharyas were involved in that to propagate the message of krishna consciousness and in the same way as the few next few uh, decades or next century passed by different kinds of technological revolution happened in the world and shila prabhupad used all of that to spread krishna consciousness around the world so this principle this is called manisha this is called fine intelligence how to be unattached but at the same time see hari sambandha and yata arham upayunjataha and appropriately use it so we see these principles coming from the bhagavatam it is there in the teachings in the example of priyavrata and shila prabhupad is bringing this out so these are very wonderful instructions of the bhagavatam we'll stop here grantaraj shrimad bhagavatam ki shila prabhupad ki nitai go premanand